Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You know, every now and then a story gurgles its way up to me that I think, oh my goodness, where, how have I missed that? How have I, how have the rest of us missed it? And what this is, is a story coming from an innovative engineering university in the Netherlands. And this university has a contest competition project where they try and create sustainable cars. And apparently they did one this time that was out of the box and so our next guest, Arwen Hunter, who is the marketing and event manager of TU Ecomotive at the Eindhoven University of Technology, joins us right now to talk about it. Hello, Arwen, and welcome. It's morning here. What time is it there? Hello. Um, now, right here in the Netherlands, it's currently uh, half past four. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, can you tell us a little bit, the name of the car is called the ZEM, Z-E-M, is that right? Yes, stands for Zero Emission Mobility. Zero Emission Mobility. All right. So tell us about this project. Who funds it? How did it happen? Just talk to us about it, Arwen. Tell us about it. Yes. When we go all the way back to the start, we so we are part of TU Ecomotive. This is a student team. It consists of currently 33 students from the Eindhoven Technical University in the Netherlands. And the team has started seven, um, 10 years ago, and we've already built seven cars in those 10 years. And I'm currently part of the seventh team. Um, oh. uh, sorry, the eighth team. <laughs> Made a mistake. And the seventh team, so the team before me, um, has built them. Um, and what this team did, so they, are with, they were with 40 students, um, students passionate, passionate about cars, about mobility, and they looked at the world, at themselves, what can we change and what do we want to change? And they um, decided to tackle uh, CO2 emissions, and that's the main thought behind building them. So this car, this ZEM, this uh, CO2 emissions, the original goal was, well, well, explain, Arwen, to us the 
the gasoline car versus the current electric car in terms of emissions? What, what have we been experiencing thus far in the way of cars? Yes, so currently in the Netherlands, there's kind of a big change going from fuel, like, um, fueled cars to electric cars. And as I walk outside, I see every day I see more and more electric cars. And in terms of emissions, of course, the fueled cars, they emit CO2 as they drive. But also in the production phase, when the car is built, emissions are being produced as well in the end-of-life phase when the car gets demolished. And with um, uh, electric cars, this is, of course, very different. Of course, there's also emissions in the production phase, but as the car drives, there are basically no emissions because it's electric. Um, but, for example, there is tire wear and other wear of the rest of the car. Um, so the the main uh, difference between the electric car and the fueled car is the emissions in the uh, driving phase. Okay. And when you're thinking about, we're chatting with this uh, brilliant engineer, technology expert from the Netherlands. When you're thinking about building a car for the next stage, are you thinking about reducing the emissions as you're building it as well? Yes. So I think with electric cars, we're already tackling the emissions in the production phase. So then there's two things left, which is um, trying to minimize the emissions in the production phase and in the end-of-life phase. Um, which is both possible, and we're actually thinking about all of them. So, for example, um, in the end-of-life phase, we're looking at how to not only when the car is it's, it's, when it's out of <laughs> when it's finished, you don't have to throw it away. It's possible to recycle materials in the car and also reuse parts of the car in other cars. So, the tremendous advance of this car that was built, this Zem car is that Mm -hmm. instead of being carbon neutral and erasing the idea of emissions, what you did was you're collecting them and somehow recycling the emissions themselves, which I want you to explain to us, but also you figured out a way to be like a tree. You figured out a way to suck in carbon dioxide and emit oxygen on the way out. And this, to me, was the most extraordinary thing. So talk to us about this. How did you invent something that's never been invented before? Yeah, so to go back to the start, the goal was to go CO2, CO2 neutral and if it, if it was even possible um, to create minus emissions, so to be actually positive to the environment. So that was the thought behind the filter. Um, and it's really straight up when you want to um, make a goal like this, we thought just thought, what can we do? And then one of the first things that comes to mind is, of course, being like a tree, filtering CO2 out of the air. And that's where the, pro- the process of building the filter came from. The tree. Um, that's what I, when I read this, I thought you made a tree. So I'm not crazy. We were thinking the same thing, except I don't know how to do anything. This is unbelievable. All right, keep going. I'm so excited. Keep going. <laughs> uh, that's very nice to hear. Um, well, I don't want to break down your dreams, but... Um, actually, as the car drives, we filter CO2 out of the air, and the CO2 is captured in in like tanks inside the car. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, we haven't found a way yet to um, turn the CO2 back into oxygen. So currently, we're only storing the CO2. But actually, out of TOE Ecomotive um, has come a spin-off, and the spin-off is actually developing this filter and this entire process further 
to see what's possible because we think that we're like we're only at the start of this and it should be developed more in order to get to its maximum capacity. But I read that it emits air. So what does that mean? It doesn't really emit air. Like air flows into the car and out of the car. So I think that's what you mean by emitting air. Um, but the air that comes out of the car is cleaner because it doesn't contain CO2. So the air, okay. So that's what I meant. So in other words, the tailpipe has nothing, it's, it doesn't, it's, it's, um, it's, it's without, if it's without CO2 and it's air, isn't it oxygen? What is it? That's just everything that's in the air. So the air contains many, like, like many elements, let's say, um, and that's everywhere in the world that's different. And it also depends on the weather and stuff. So oh, there is I oxygen. see. Okay. So there is oxygen in the air that flows into the car, which means there's also oxygen in the air that flows out of the car. It just, um, what the filter does, it just gets rid of the CO2 and puts it in a tank. Got it. And then do you physically lift the tank? Is it a heavy thing for a human to have to lift? And where would you bring the tank to? This is um, a process that we're still looking into. That's actually the spin-off. That's what they're doing. They're developing this entire process. But currently, we're not that far um, with the tank that it's yet, like, we cannot empty it yet. That The tank part is ah. not something we have put much effort into. Okay, because I was reading that the tank is about recycling the carbon dioxide into other applications. Yes. So what we thought, now we have this filter, we will be we will be getting many tanks filled with CO2. We should do something with this CO2. Um, and that's also what we're looking into. What, what can we do with the CO2 that it adds to the environment that we do something positive with it? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So let me ask you about this car. This car runs on a battery. Is it a lithium battery? Yes. There are a lot of problems worldwide that are surfacing with batteries, including Arwen, and we are having a problem here, I don't know about in Europe, when a car gets on fire, and sometimes they spontaneously combust, we're not sure why, it takes a tremendous amount of water to put out the fire. And this is causing great concern in America because water is such a precious resource. Have you been thinking about that? Have you been thinking about some of the more negative aspects of batteries? Yes, for sure. Um, one thing that's mentioned here a lot is, of course, as you mentioned, the lithium. 
there's a limited amount of it. Mm-hmm. So we think, our team thinks that we will get to a point um, where there's no lithium and we have to think of other solutions. Um, but we are convinced with continuous technology improvements that there will be variants on the lithium and that we won't need it anymore. But it's definitely a problem we're also thinking about. And besides what you mentioned um, about electric cars being more dangerous on the road, for example, when they crash and they cause fire, I feel on the one hand it's not talked about in Europe because it's so normalized that electric electric cars drive on the road. But on the other hand, I do personally know people that are driving fueled cars because they don't trust the electric ones yet. Mm-hmm. So I think to get this more normal, normalized, for example, in the Netherlands is, yeah, on the one hand, improving the technologies that it's not as dangerous as if it catches fire. And on the other hand, getting the people more involved in the process and learning and teaching them what, like, it's not as straight up as they think. Like, electric driving is not, doesn't equal danger. I see. So there's there's more work to be done to make this a, an even better technology. But what you're saying is there's more education as well. We're chatting with Arwen Hunter, who is with TU Ecomotive at the Eindhoven University of Technology. Arwen, what is your background? I know that it says you're marketing and event manager, but are you an engineer by training? Yes. Yeah, so I'm currently in the position of marketing and event manager. But actually, my background... I'm currently um, studying um, industrial design, so I'm more in the design engineer engineer side of the um, of the project normally. But I did want to challenge myself into doing something totally else, um, and that's why I chose to do marketing because that's not my cup of tea normally. But I do actually very enjoy it. That's wonderful, Arwen. How old are you? Um, Nineteen. 19? Oh, you make me so happy that there are people like you that are walking the planet that are so bright and full of these wonderful ideas. So, of course, it begs the question, since this car is sitting in The Hague, at least according to the article, has General Motors, have any, have, has uh, Mercedes-Benz, have any of the car companies approached you and said, there is some technology we want to borrow and that we want to experiment with on a mass level? That hasn't happened yet, but I would really like to call again in a few years when the technology is more advanced. And I do think then I will answer yes to this question. But no, the technology should be more developed in order for big uh, companies like Mercedes to get in touch with us. But luckily, we're working on that, so it should be fine. And I'm looking at the car. It's a small car. How many people does it seat? Just two? Uh, Yes, it's a two-seat car. Two-seater. And how many miles can it go? in the experimental form that you have created it now before it needs something else, recharging or the filter is full, how many miles can it go? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know it by heart. I, and I, I definitely don't know it in miles. <laughs> oh, okay, kilometers. I also don't know it in kilometers. Um, well, I mean, is question. it a range? Is it 50? Is it 100? Is it 1,000? What do you think it is? Is it 10? Like the range, no, I think the range would be around, like, um, referring to our, the car before them, that's called Luca, had a range of about 200 kilometers. Okay. Um, so I think it should be on, on the same range. And in terms of speed, yeah, you're talking miles, I'm talking kilometers per hour. Um, uh-huh. It's about 60, I think we drove, once drove 80 kilometers an hour with it. 
Okay. So pretty good. So pretty good for normal commuting, everyday driving. It's not intended for the long haul. And most people in the States that are buying electric cars are thinking about them that way too, that it's their everyday car. If they want to go far, far, they typically have a second car that is still a fuel, a gasoline-fueled car, because that is still right now the most efficient way to get across the country in terms of time. You know, in yeah, terms of time. Actually very interesting because, of course, the Netherlands is way smaller. So mm-hmm. we, with our car, we can drive half the Netherlands, which is about two and a half hours by car, on one, ta- on one um, charge. And, of course, in America, the distances are, are way yeah. bigger. So that's, of course, a different story. Yeah. And, of course, in the Netherlands, you could probably get on your bike and do it, too. And here in the United States, we would never think of such a thing. Um, no. Arwen, have you visited the United States before? Have you been to New York? Yes, I've actually been to New York. It was a long time ago. I think like six, seven years ago, I made a tour um, along the East Coast. So from Niagara Falls to Florida. So what did you think of our country? I did actually really like your country. It's, I don't think, for me, it almost feels like that's all separate countries because it's so big and mm. every state was different, every city was different. Um, and it's also a big change in terms of mindset, food, everything was different, but it's also like very Western and actually the type of living is very similar to what we have here. Yeah. Well, I, I love your country. I haven't been to the Netherlands in quite some time, but I remember, and I was, it was a long, long time ago, my first trip to the Netherlands. I remember the countryside. I remember, uh, having breakfast in someone's home one morning and having amazing bread and wonderful cheese and the Delft China, the blue and white China everywhere. And I think that the Netherlands is one of the most innovative cultures and societies we have. So I'm very glad that you joined us today. Um, We're going to keep an eye on this. Now that you are the marketing manager, please keep in touch with our producer and let us know your progress because it sounds like you're very still in the process of refining and developing this model, but you've got something. You've got something that people should be paying attention to. Yes, for sure. So that's actually two-sided. On the one hand, my the people who did this project before me, they are working on the filter, but my team, including me, we are working on a new car. I guess we'll have to wait and hear about it, and I'll publish it online so we can find out more about it. Arwen Hunter, thank you very, very much for joining us today. This is a very, very exciting conversation. That was so much fun. Can we just pause for a moment and think that I just spoke with a woman whose native language is not English. It's not. It's Dutch. And yet, how beautifully fluent was she in English because, not because she lived here or did an exchange program here, but because she lives in Europe where people are actually taught to speak English, even if it isn't their first language, and they're taught well. And let us that's number one. And number two, can we talk about the fact that she's only 19 years old and that she's busy refining a car that could change the world with her design and engineering, but she wanted to move out of her comfort zone to go into marketing and events for the team. Can we talk about the maturity, the poise, the... The fact that there, that there are, are young people that are growing up in cultures and communities around the globe that have purpose and presence of mind and maturity and intelligence, and they're wrapped up in a bow, and they're out there, and they're creating and innovating things that are going to make it a better world. 
Let's just pause. I mean, we have some kids like that in this country, too. In fact, I was just reading yesterday that Westport was bragging that it had seven presidential scholars, not all of whom by any means went to Staples High School. A bunch went to private schools around the region, but a couple from Staples. I mean, there are, and by the way, many of them um, with very ethnic names attached to them, uh, very Indian names, very Asian names, very, you know, maybe first or second generation away from immigrating, where traditionally the strongest performers uh, coming up have very often been first generation children of immigrant families because they come from elsewhere, they come from less, and they come from a desire for more. And the families are pushing and pushing and pushing them that education is the way toward better success for them financially in America, that it's the stepping stone. But in any event, so we, we still have that. We still have the melting pot and the building blocks in, in, in this country. But how impressive was this young lady in the Netherlands? Seriously. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 